Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesechtus Yivamos Perek Beis, Mishnah Zion and Mishnah Ches. And hold in there, it's going to get more uh, straightened out. But we have some more fun cases. Shnayim Shekidshu Shteachos. You have two men, not related to each other, who get engaged, in this case, do Kedushin on two sisters. And they both are unsure which of the sisters they're engaged to. So you have Rachel and Leah are sisters. And uh, Yaakov gets engaged to one of them. Not sure which of them he got engaged to was Rachel or Leah. And then uh, Nimrod gets engaged to one of them. And also, I'm sure. So they each have to give to get, them to, get to each one of them. And they're free to marry uh, some other random person. Mesic, what happens if the, man die, the men die, 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 childless obviously, before they can give a get? Each of these men had a brother. Again, also not related. So one of them has to perform chlitz on both of the sisters. The other one performs chlitz on both of them, but neither of them can perform yibum on them because you don't know. Uh, we don't know which is the correct one. Now, let's vary. Let's var, uh, create another variation. What if one brother has one of the brothers has two brothers and one of the brothers only has one brother? The lone brother performs chlitz on both of them. Again, as we explained above, he can't. Uh, he can't. Um, he can't, he doesn't know which one of them was married. Now we'll go back to the previous Mishnah, basically. The one has two brothers, one performs chalitza, while the other one could do yibum. Meaning to say, since she's either his brother's widow, um, in that case she's performing yibum with her, or she's the other man's widow, in which case the lone brother had done chalitza, and now she's permitted to marry anyone else. What if the lone brother goes ahead and does uh, um, chalitza with both sisters, and the other man goes ahead and marries one of them without consulting the court. We don't take the sisters away from them. We don't force them to get divorced. And we're going to see in the next Mishnah other cases where we don't force divorce. Okay, let's continue variating this. What if both of these uh, men had two brothers? So again, the case was uh, two, you have two men, not related, Yaakov and Nimrod, who marry two women, but they don't know which of them they married. And now they both die and they leave, each of them leave two respective brothers. Then one of the brothers can, does chalitza with one sister. The other one does chalitza with the other one. Thus, we're saying that if he's married, if he did chalitza with the right one, so the other one, the other one's you know free to go. She never was married. And if the chalitza with the wrong one, well, the other one did. Well, then the, the other side did chalitza with the right one, and uh, and we're uh, good. We're good to go as well. Um, no, excuse me, I messed it up. I, I jumped the gun here. If you do chalitza with the right one, right? There's two brothers on each side, right one. So then you free the other brother up, um, and uh, the other sister up, excuse me. And because now, and she's free to marry anyone. Now, and what happens is the other one, and the other side now, you have, again, you have two brothers. So one brother does chalitza to one one. And then on the other side, one brother will do yibum to the one that he did chalitza one, and we do vice versa. So effectively, we've done is as follows. If they do yibum to the right one, so then Shalom Yisrael and the other one's free to go marry the other side. And, we, and if he chalits it to the right one, so then, uh, so then the other one also, so then he is free to go to the other side. Okay. Um, so what if both brothers go ahead and they do chalits on both sisters? The two other brothers can, uh, may not do yibum since one of them can marry the sister of his zika, I mean the woman who's forbidden to him because of yibum, if, it gets, if it's the wrong one. Rather, one does chalitza and the other one does yibum. Um, so, if she is his brother's um, widow, we perform yibum with her. 
against the other man's widow, well, she receives chalitza from his brother, and therefore she's permitted to marry anyone. What happens if both brothers go ahead and marry them? We would not take the sisters away from him as we don't force the brother to divorce them. Since they're now married to a woman permitted to them. Okay. Mishnah Ches is going to discuss various cases where someone goes ahead against the wishes of the sages and we don't force divorce. Mitzvah B'gdol Yavin. First of all, generally the mitzvah is the oldest brother in line is the one who does the yibum. So you have ten brothers, the oldest one in line is going to do the yibum. If one of the younger brothers runs ahead and does it, Zaka, so he gets the, he gets the right, he gets his brother's property even, and even is valid. If someone is suspected of having uh, relations with a non-Jew or a a uh, a Canaanite maidservant, and later she's freed, oh, I'll We generally say we don't want someone to marry them because it looks like that the original suspicion was true that they indeed had a relations with this non-Jew or this maidservant. If they do marry her, we don't take her away from him because we say, again, shouldn't have done it, but technically she's permitted to marry him. That's going to contrast with ish. If someone suspected, you have a woman who's suspected of having a relations with another married man, and we therefore we force this woman to get divorced from her husband, that's, you can do that. Even if the, suspect, the suspected adulterer um, marries her afterwards, we force her to divorce her since... Um, she's become, respectively, she could be biblically prohibited, prohibited to him, um, and therefore, okay, fine. I wish you all a wonderful day.